You can have sex. What are you complaining about? <laughs> so she gives me the CD, and I'm I'm just like I'm sniffing it, like I'm like. Ew. <laughs> I'm really glad we're working this out. I, I feel like we're doing some very important work here. Is there any other podcast that would do this? No, absolutely not. Right. All right. I, I think this might have to be our last podcast. Casey, because it has come to my attention that you are that you are in fact a twisty little thing. <laughs> oh man, you know it since the beginning. Yeah, I, I I didn't think you were, but then my mom my mom took a listen and she said that Casey sounds like a twisty little thing. I this you have to give context to this. No, I think I'm just gonna let it go. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so I talked a little bit about this in Homeschool Sex Machine. I can't remember how much detail I went into it. I don't remember this though, but and I've ma- read I've read it. Okay, so to make a, a long story short, um, when I was a teenager, um, homeschool family really strict, and there was a, a really cute girl in youth group, and she would just add it, even though I was super awkward. Like it was a small youth group, so just out of sheer boredom, she would talk to me sometimes. And one day she was like, uh, do you like Chris Rice? This was 1997. I don't know. Yeah. And I said, yeah, he's, he's pretty good. And she said, well, I've got one of his CDs in my car. Would you like to borrow it? And this was immediately the best thing that had ever happened to me in my entire life. <laughs> Up to that point. Yeah. I was yeah. flipping out. I was like, oh, does this mean we're engaged? Oh, love it last. <laughs> So she's she goes and gets the Chris Rice CD, and if you've never listened to Chris Rice, I mean, it is the most like so tame. It's so tame. It's just yeah. acoustic. It's like an acoustic James Taylor Christian CD. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she gives especially it, that first one, which it definitely was the deep enough to dream. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely the CD she gave you. Yeah. There wasn't one before that. Uh, not to be confused with the Scott Crepane song "Deeper Still." <laughs> Okay, we'll save these for the next. Oh, the next I see what you did there. Okay. Anyway, okay. so she gives me the CD, and I'm I'm just like I'm sniffing it, like I'm like, you ew. Know, <laughs> <laughs> I you know I'm just guarding it with my life, and, and right. I take it home, and my my mom uh, wants to know what's going on, and I told her, you know, uh, Andrea, let me borrow the CD, and. uh my mom just like kind of flips out and uh, she says, well, you're not allowed to listen to it. And I said, what? And she's and long story short, she goes on to tell me that this was a trick from Satan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Satan was, was trying to trick me into uh, getting into dating and girls using this CD. And I was like, mom, what are you talking about? Like, why would Satan do that? And my mom <laughs> Why would Satan do that? And my mom said, well, it's probably because Easter's coming up, and this is just a way to get you to not focus on Easter. Yeah. So at that point, like, I was still, like, I was kind of a good kid, and I wasn't going (laughs) to go against them. So, like, I had to go the entire week without ever listening to the CD, which is bad enough. But then I had to take it back to Andrea at church the next week. And then... 
you told her the truth that you didn't listen to it. Well, I mean, okay, you you be Andrea. Would you would you have been able to listen to it if you wanted to? Like, was your house like? Did you have your own room? Yeah, I could have figured out a way to do it, but like I was, I, I like I, I would have just gone to pieces. Like at that point, I was too much of a. Oh, you would have felt so guilty. I was, I was a ninny at that point. I, oh. I, I was a yeah. Okay, so I. How about you just be Andrea, and I'm bringing okay. the CD back to you. <laughs> okay. So if you can imagine, hey. <laughs> I mean, I was super tall, super skinny, zits, huge ears. Like I was, I was just a mess. Yeah, here's your CD back. How'd you like it? I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I didn't listen to it. Okay. You didn't listen to it? No. Why not? Uh, I mean, like, I gotta really, like, Easter is coming up, and I just, I just really gotta focus on the true meaning of Easter. <laughs> <laughs> like Chris Rice is the Easter Bunny or something. <laughs> were you allowed? <laughs> were you allowed to listen to other like CCM otherwise, or was it like was it? Be, it was just because she gave you the. It was TV. just because she gave it to me. Yeah. So you could have lied and been like, "Oh, they hand them out at youth group or whatever." Yeah, I mean, I yeah, would. you hadn't really learned yet how to how to <laughs> function, how to function in your home. No, no, I was, I was, I was a little ways away from being able to pull off that kind of subterfuge. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, I always remember like when I told her that I had, I couldn't listen to it because I had to focus <laughs> on the true meaning of Easter. <laughs> she just kind of looked at me. Like, and I'll, I just, I just remember her looking at me like, I wish like, I could help you. I just, I don't, right. I just don't know how. It is pretty fascinating. I mean, that, it, yeah. Your parents definitely wanted the best for you. It's just, that's such a bizarre, like, getting a CD from someone means that <laughs> they want to get in your pants. <laughs> Like, yeah, and I feel like did your mom like if you're describing yourself and like you're did your mom not know you? <laughs> like, well, to you know, to it, the, the funny part of that is to, to borrow a line from David Spade, um, <laughs> you know, at that point in my life, I could not have gotten laid in a monkey whorehouse with a bag full of bananas. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I was so far away from that. Like, I mean, yeah, I yeah. guess we still didn't explain what the twisty little thing is. Um, oh, yeah, you did. That, <laughs> that would have just been so confusing. Yeah, my mom would, uh, she'd, she'd say, like, with the, the girls in youth group, that they were twisty little things that were, mm. that were just there to distract me from the Lord. Mm. It's true. So, I, yeah, I got, I, I'm still on the lookout for twisty little things. <laughs> okay, well. So I hope that, like, I, I hope hearing that story sort of, uh, I, I feel like for the for the listeners, maybe just a little bit after hearing that story, my my Twitter presence and this this podcast and the blog, 
Maybe those make a little more sense now. It all it all comes together. <laughs> By the way, every every news story you tell is <laughs> like oh yeah. <laughs> it's really funny because I feel like in some ways, like I grew up in a strict family, or I don't know if it's so much a strict family, but definitely like legalistic youth group type setting. <clears throat> but like our our youth pastor did like a whole sermon about how the Titanic was pornography, and <laughs> <laughs> but I mean nothing compared to yeah that that was <laughs> that 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 takes the cake for sure. <laughs> I uh, by the way still still on relatively good terms with both my parents. Yeah, that's that's really good. And I feel like, yeah, me too. And I think that's just all grace because, wow. Yeah, I, I don't want to. It, it gives me hope for myself in <laughs> <laughs> my parenting. Like, because I'm fumbling towards adolescence with my oldest. It's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. But we'll make it. Well, there's just like this cottage industry of, of Christians and homeschoolers that, want to blame their parents for everything yeah and it's like you know if, if you were legitimately abused that's that's fine but I, i'm not gonna obsess over every mistake my parents made you know mm-hmm. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they did they did goofy stuff but yeah oh well <laughs> okay here's the question though if you were still single would you feel that way? Oh. <laughs> uh, you might be a little bit more angry <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. If I had never settled down with a twisty little thing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think we would spend the first 10 minutes of the uh, the episode talking about twisty little things. <laughs> you started it. Well, when we uh, when we set this episode up, I didn't think that would that would <sighs> I think it, it's good to tell those stories though. I think they're enjoyable <laughs> for, for everyone <laughs> okay so when you you had your episode with rich last time ha, i don't actually remember what how this came up oh you had found an article the 10 the 10 christian songs no, 10 songs for Christian couples to make love to or something like yes, that. Yes, and it sucked. It was bad. It was, it was so bad. I listened to all of them, at least partially. And MVP of this podcast you are, by the way. <laughs> listen to was, all 10 of them. I was stuck in the car on a road trip, and you know the kids were all doing their own thing, and Danny was driving, listening to whatever he was listening to in his headphones. So I just kind of went through... And they, it was bad. Most of them were very slow and like, okay. Yeah, who's got time for that? That's what I'm thinking. Like, these are the kind of songs people listen to when they're like, not parents. (laughs) Or they're, I don't know, empty nesters or, I don't know. I'm just like, these are, wow. Some of them were a little bit more upbeat, but still, it was a bad list. Listen. Without going into too much detail, when you've got kids, sometimes you can't afford to take the scenic route. 
Exactly. You got to get from point A to point B. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you asked for people to send in songs, songs <laughs> that Christian couples could make love to. And of course, these are not like actual songs that people want to listen to. It's just that the titles are perfect. Because if, if we were doing Christian songs to actually like the actual songs that would put you in the mood, that'd be a very different list. That'd be a, a, a non-existent list I was in my say house. A short list. <laughs> it would be a short list. <laughs> like one of the songs on the other the, that uh, article was a Michael W. Smith song. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, nothing would happen. Like literally, <laughs> we'd just be like, well, okay, all right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so who's uh, who's do you have in front of you? I've got a couple submissions. Which one? I you- only have the one that you sent in the chat was that so from... it's a very long list well, I've got... it starts with rich mullins okay that's from matthew you so you take matthew and i'll take uh becca's okay matthew who um and we oh probably... it doesn't matter okay oh, yeah, yeah leave their last names out okay okay so matthew sent a very long list i i feel like he's like auditioning for a <laughs> position on this podcast with this list there's worse ways to do it by the way (laughs) exactly this this is actually the way you are on brand matthew okay rich mullins bound to come some trouble okay call calling out your name (laughs) (laughs) and hard rich mullins has a song called hard i didn't know that i did not know that either but after he said calling out your name i was like that's 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 very good. Okay. Jesus culture. Wow. Okay. Just one touch. Yep. Fresh outpouring. <laughs> okay. Wide open. <laughs> and mighty fortress. Okay. Oh, gosh. Wow. I have to keep going with this. All right. Casting crowns in me. Oh. Does anybody hear her? <laughs> <laughs> Face down. Easy casting crowns. This is a family right? podcast. Oh my goodness. Okay, Stephen Curtis Chapman has a list. Okay, coming attractions. <laughs> Only getting started. <laughs> this is <laughs> the honeymoon special. How do I love her? Hey, <laughs> I feel attacked. Okay, uh, finished what he started. <laughs> My turn now. <laughs> this is so good. A little more time to love. <laughs> Spring is coming. Glorious unfolding. Oh, poor poor Beth. <laughs> okay, Aaron shoes satisfied and firm foundation. <laughs> Jeremy Camp beyond measure. Really, Jeremy Brand- Camp? Like, is it really beyond measure? <laughs> no. <laughs> Brandon Heath. <laughs> Let's make it last. <laughs> I will lay you down. Wow. Blue Mountain. <laughs> I've got some questions about <laughs> Nope. Not that nope. You can ask Kendra. Third day. <laughs> Tag out and put Danny on the podcast for a minute. Let me ask him about Blue Mountain. Third day. Let's Come together. Okay. Not a, not a Beatles cover, surprisingly. 
I can feel it. And then <laughs> Matthew West, more, my finest hour, and life inside you. <laughs> well, way, to, way to finish strong, Matthew West. Right? Oh, my goodness. I guess we should say this was not Matthew West that sent this to us. That would be Maybe incredible. Maybe he was. Maybe he's a listener. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a list that wow. was a list <laughs> excellent work Matthew yes A plus <laughs> okay. okay so Becca sent a list yeah this it. is Becca you, we probably, everybody probably knows who Becca is at this point um, she uh, she inflamed the homeschool boys by, by, by posting a, a picture to the Fun Sexy Bible Time feed of herself <laughs> in a uh, uh, FSBT, was it a t-shirt or long sleeve shirt? I don't remember. It's some kind of FSBT shirt. I don't remember. And said she was going to Target to look for her husband. <laughs> <laughs> way, okay. to, way to make all of our listeners stumble, Becca. <laughs> this, will, this is only going to make it worse because she sent in her own submissions. In regards to your latest episode, I put forth, you are my all in all, specifically mm-hmm. taking my sin, my cross, my shame, rising again. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, Becca. I bless your name. You are my all in all. When I fall down, you pick me up. Okay. When I. <laughs> yeah, I know the words. <laughs> when I dry, you fill my. <laughs> you are my all in all. Okay, That's Becca. Good. All right. I have some more. The W's. You are the devil, which is some role play shit. For example, she, wow. she was walking in the garden one day when a snake slithered round her feet. Follow me over to this tree and I'll give you something good to eat. Oh, my. <laughs> Becca doesn't mean. need to find I mean, I'm just reading this. I'm not going to censor any of this. I don't know. Are you sure? I don't think it's right. Doesn't matter. Just open your mouth <laughs> and take a tasty bite. Is that real? Is that a real song? Uh, yeah. That, that was the You're the Devil and the Devil is Bad song, right? Oh, yeah. Where, where were you in youth group in the 90s? Oh, I remember it now. I don't remember those lyrics. Wow. Yeah, I feel like it was like a really fast song, so you probably missed some of the lyrics. It was. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, jeez. Becca... <laughs> Amy Grants, it takes a little time. And she's just giving us lyrics here. She's going to take us all the way to the uncomfortable place. Wow. It takes a little time sometimes to get your feet back on the ground. It takes a little time sometimes to get the Titanic turned back around. It takes a little time sometimes, but baby, you're not going down. It takes more than you've got right now. Well, not if you're Jeremy Camp and it's unmeasurable. Uh, Give it time. I, I, I'm impressed with this. Oh, we're, we're, Legitimately. <clears throat> Is there more? Oh, there's more. Okay. Becca's, oh, Becca, gosh. Becca's doing it. I get down by audio adrenaline because obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I like her commentary. But it's complicated because is a man singing about another man? Who's to say? Oh. And finally, I want to know you by Sonic Flood. Literally the whole mm. song, but especially, and these are the lyrics, <clears throat> I am reaching for the highest goal that I might receive the prize. 
pressing onward, pushing every hindrance aside out of my way because I want to know you more. <laughs> and Becca closes with, did I steal many of these from my many WoW CDs? How was that relevant? <laughs> oh, wow. That that was well done, really Becca. great. Yes. Well done. <laughs> oh, man. That You Are the Devil, those lyrics, wow. When she, I mean, she put it in context for us right away. Well, well, wow. Uh, great, great work, guys. I mean, I mean, the homeschool boys, if the homeschool boys weren't already stumbling over Becca, I, I think it's going to, it's going to be unanimous now. I know. What's the, what's the female equivalent of the homeschool boys? Is the... I, I don't know. Homeschool girls. I mean, it doesn't quite work the same way. Cause I feel it like, doesn't. Okay, we'll work on that because <laughs> we'll work on that. Whew. I mean, yeah. Roll, roll tide. <laughs> okay. Wow. So... How do you even move on from that? I don't know. I mean, we've got that tweets. Was, we've got was... a faith-based movie pitch. Like, I don't know. Okay, like... well, let's do tweets first. Because <clears throat> I feel like the movie pitch could really go places. <laughs> yeah, it could. It could. Okay. So, you sent me six. I've already vetoed one of them, but I think <laughs> you're going to bring it up anyways. Um, y- you go first. Okay. Um. Well, let me let me start by saying, hey, thank you to everybody who sent in tweets for 2018. Uh, yes. If we we select, you know, we did the whole tournament thing at the end. We selected the winner. It just keeps going. So if if you find weird <coughs> tweets on Christian Twitter, please send them to us. Um, yes. This is this is one of the the prominent features of the show now that people tune into is to hear us make fun of <laughs> make fun of people on Christian Twitter and and again, like we're not looking for like people with like. 20 followers it's 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 people who have a following people who have an audience like those are the people we're going to make fun of yes so and if they take the more seriously they take themselves the better absolutely yes absolutely (laughs) okay speaking of people who take themselves seriously this was a late addition to the folder um (laughs) sarah bessie sarah bessie come on down All right, Sarah Bessie. This is part of a thread, by the way, but it it works on its own. Mm-hmm. Sorry if my acronym use wasn't clear. B I P O C equals Black, Indigenous, and People of Color. I love to read the typical classics, but I am wanting to decolonize my spiritual formation more purposefully this year. Mm. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> I feel like, like peak, uh, I don't know the word, like when you make up your own word or your own acronym, that is like, that's peak. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was like Nish. I don't know how to say her last name one time that had made up a word. <laughs> I don't remember what the word was. <laughs> But it's just like, yeah. Okay, so what do you like about this tweet? 
Oh, uh, we're 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 approaching maximum <laughs> pretentiousness with this tweet. Yeah, it's it is uh, I, it's I, it's. Oh, go go ahead, go ahead. I don't think Sarah is pretentious. <laughs> I just think that this tweet definitely comes across that way. I think she like has super great intentions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> I don't judge her character on this tweet. I just think it's. I just think it's a mouthful. What was it? What was the thread about? Like theology books, or yeah, you know, people like get their, you know, get their bloomers in a twist sometimes about, you know, making sure you don't read too many white people or something. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Okay. So she was asking for like recommendations by the BOBI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, POC. <laughs> <laughs> I just, that was not purposeful. I promise. I really messed that up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is like the progressive equivalent of when like the Theo bros start arguing about dead people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, stop, like, you know, stop jacking off on Twitter. Like nobody, like real people have real issues going on. Like, yes, I agree. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that tweet, even if you didn't, Casey. I, I enjoyed your enjoyment of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to read this next one. Um, since I am a mother <laughs> and a parent, this is by Cindy Wang Brandt. My son asked me who John Piper is. I briefly explained some of his teachings. Oh, he's like the opposite of you. And my job here is done. Bows. Hashtag parenting forward. (laughs) This is like... Wow. (laughs) This is next level. Just so... Like patting yourself on the back with two hands. <laughs> I know. I think it's like kind of meant to be a joke. Like, you know, anytime you say your work here is done when you're talking about parenting, it's obviously not serious. But the whole, like, just. Was it a joke? I mean, was it oh, a joke? Oh, he's like the opposite of you. <laughs> just, I want to know the age of the son that said this. <laughs> hey, uh, like 14. I mean, a seven year old's not going to say this, right? <laughs> like. <laughs> Listen, when you're parenting forward. What does that mean? Parenting forward. Does that mean like, um, what does it mean? I think that's my number one question when we do tweets. What does this mean? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, uh, listen, I just, uh, I'm at the intersection of parenting forward and BIPOC. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it means like maybe progressive parenting or I think something that kind of, is curious to me too is that I don't think she's the 
opposite of John Piper, right? I mean, like, I get that there's definitely things that John Piper teaches that other people um, are in, you know, even me have, like, strong disagreements with. But Mm -hmm. would the opposite of John Piper be someone with different theology? Like... (laughs) (laughs) I that's feel like a, the opposite of John Piper would be like an atheist. Yeah, that's a very tunnel vision way of approaching it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so what does that mean? Like, is John Piper not a Christian? What? Yeah, just. <laughs> is he your enemy? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> My arch nemesis. All right. So, if you look at the if you look at that tweet, <clears throat> and you look at the likes. That's so, familiar. Lots of fun, sexy Bible time. People like this tweet. <laughs> Perhaps a familiar face will pop up on the likes. <laughs> so I told Perk City. Yeah, so we, we might. I think actually I found it. I found it through somebody who listens to the yeah. show. Maybe I don't know. It's okay. We all we all have questionable taste about certain things. <laughs> I, uh, I, t- I told Park City on the on the chat. I was like, "Yeah, I think we might have to roast you on this one because you you like to tweet that is going to be in our is going to be on the show." And uh, to her credit, she dug in. She said, "I don't care. I like it." <laughs> <laughs> you go, Park City. Dig she in. Care. Let's, let's have some conflict. I like it. All right, okay. So, what would the what would, again? Like, what would the what would the like what would the Theo bro like? Can you imagine like if a Theo bro like on the conservative side did the equivalent of this? Like, take any of the the like Kevin DeYoung or someone. I don't know if he put out a tweet that said, um, <laughs> "Oh, so glad that I don't raise my kids like Jen Hatmaker." Yay for me! <laughs> Hashtag parenting correctly. Yeah, so, yeah. Can you imagine the uproar? It, it would be crazy. No, I can't. I can't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, just... You know. Oh, Cindy. Cindy. Your turn. Uh, I'm going to save the Voss camp for you because I just, okay. I really enjoy... It's, it's a good one. It's really good. Okay, this one was sent to me um... By by somebody, I'm not gonna say who. <laughs> might have been the uh, might have been the wife of somebody who I don't know is occasionally on this show. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Uh, from Morgan Lee. Ah, uh, jeez, oh, I've forgotten how thick this one was. What if the gospel <laughs> we are offering to others is so tainted by sin that it is no better than the disease-infected blankets early American settlers offered Native Americans? Hashtag Urbana18. And I guess it was she tagged somebody else. Uh, I think she was quoting somebody that she was listening to, right? Who is Bessenecker? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but still, she still. chose to... To, to tweet that. <laughs> oh, jeez Louise. What if the gospel we're offering others is no so tainted by sin that it is no better than the disease of it? <sighs> do we, do we want to dig into the theology here? Uh, like. Okay. If, <sighs> if, <laughs> it's still the gospel. Like, even right? if we mess it so up, it's what, still the gospel. 
what power do we have to to taint the gospel? Yeah. And if it if it is so tainted by sin, is it still the gospel? So that maybe that's why she said, "What if the gospel we are offering?" So maybe we're maybe she's talking that we're not actually offering the true gospel. <laughs> but man, what what a what a comparison! Disease infected blankets. I wonder why the person chose that. Maybe <laughs> causing mass death and. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it all comes back to BIPOC. Hey, Morgan, you brought us down. Depressing. (laughs) Oh, it, yeah, it is kind of so tainted by sin. And there's like no, there's, there's, there's nothing in that tweet that we can somehow spin into an adolescent joke. Like there's no. Also, there. I don't know. Maybe she added more into her own feed, but like what? So if this is a diagnosis of something, where's what's the solution? No, there is. And also, what are we? Yeah. <laughs> what? I, I. There's a lot going on there. Hey, kind of Mor- depressing. Hey Morgan, give us give us something more to work with next time. Give us <laughs> give us something that we can turn into like a wiener joke or like a bosom joke. <laughs> in, in in your next tweet. If if I might, let me give you an example. Okay. <laughs> Please do. Okay, and once again, introducing a blog post. I'm just gonna read the highlights. Dot, dot, yeah. Why does she do that? Oh. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Dot, 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 yeah. Okay. Here we go. Who doesn't want to do that hard thing in the new year? Do that big thing that feels like kind of an impossible thing. <laughs> yeah, do I hear you? <laughs> and the... Uh... <laughs> The name of the post is How to Stop All Procrastination. Dear you trying to do that hard thing in the new year. (laughs) Just saying, you just got to do it. Just stop putting it off. Just do it. (laughs) You know, if I might, it sounds like she might be in need of a gentle solution to a hard problem. (laughs) Oh, Call back to to the longtime listeners on that one. <laughs> oh, Anne. <laughs> she doesn't let us down. Just <laughs> who doesn't? I mean, I love that. Who doesn't want to do that hard thing? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Anne for for keeping the Facebook feed strong, even though she left us on Twitter. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if I would call that strong. <laughs> Just. Uh, wow. Well, I mean, Consist- she keeps, she, consistent. <laughs> she keeps throwing in the jokes for us on Facebook. You really have to be in a certain place to have the energy to go to her page, though. I mean, I do. It is exhausting. If I'm too tired or too grumpy, <laughs> just like, I can't do it. I cannot. <laughs> How is this person a multi-million 
selling book, like the amount of dot, dot, dots and the yes and the so, <clears throat> like I said, if I'm too tired or grumpy. <laughs> She's okay. Not, she's not on Twitter anymore, but if she was, and I could I could hit her with a "Do you like Switchfoot?" Yes, no. Like, what do you? How would she even process that? I don't. I, I don't know. Like it, I feel she, like she would just short so she wouldn't know what to do. I think she would ignore you. Well, I mean, most people <laughs> do, but oh, okay. Most people do. <laughs> I think we're gonna. I think it's time for Caitlin. Okay. Gonna almost all female submissions today. Yes. I love this one. <laughs> oh, I love this one. Uh, why does everyone sound like newly arrived aliens trying to mimic actual humans? <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I mean, I know what she's saying, but why does she tweet it? Caitlin Beatty, thank you for uh, <clears throat> thank you for tweeting out your journals from middle school. <laughs> Why does everyone sound like newly arrived aliens trying to mimic actual humans? I want to know what an example would be. <laughs> now, this sounds like the kind of thing I would do like when I was 14. of just like journaling stuff. Like, everybody's so fake. Everybody's so <laughs> fake. Everybody wears a mask. Nobody is focusing on the true meaning of Easter. Hey. <laughs> I feel attacked again. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, do you still have those journals? <laughs> You're so mad at me because I can't find my marriage think piece from like 1994. I want to read that so bad. When I was like 13, I wrote, I had this thing where I would, I thought I was going to be a columnist and I thought like I was just a misunderstood <laughs> genius and people would, people would discover my work posthumously and be like oh this guy understood it all and so i'd write like newspaper columns and just keep them in a in a, in a notebook for myself and uh one of them was marriage is not hard <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the earliest like the earliest signs of my contrarianism brewing up. so good because i was so just, good i would just hear people talk about like marriage 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 how to fix your marriage how to do have a better marriage in my country. And you're like, whatever. <laughs> exactly. You can have sex. What are you complaining about? <laughs> I don't even think it was went to there. I think it was just like this like oversimplified idea of well, yeah, but if you put God first, it's not gonna be hard. Oh, it was very spiritual. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote like a whole article about marriage is not hard and uh, you gotta find it. I don't know. I, I've it, got a bunch it's of them. somewhere. It's somewhere. I got a bunch of them. I don't have that one though. Um, <laughs> one of the best ones I found was uh, I can't remember what was the name of it. It was like anti-spanking zealots are just a part of the liberal conspiracy. <laughs> so good. Here's the thing: all of these stories just give me hope for all the weirdos out there growing up that are just so passionate already about their views and just like, it's okay. Maybe like, you'll turn out. Okay. Like, why, why would like a 14 year old kid be like pro spanking like that? <laughs> I don't 
no. That's that's weird. That's strange. Why why do fourteen year old kids have strong opinions about anything? Yeah. Like just just live your life, enjoy not having any responsibilities. All right, so this this, <laughs> this is a deep cut for the for the thirty uh, somethings and above on the on the podcast. But one of the articles I wrote was Gebhardt is the big winner of the Lewinsky scandal. <laughs> <laughs> so, like at age thirteen or whatever, I was deducing that Dick Gebhardt was going to like accrue the most political capital from the Monica Lewinsky scandal. It's just beautiful. Why, why would why would a teenager do that? I don't know. <laughs> I think that you should recreate some of those. <laughs> Try to like recall your 13-year-old self and just <laughs> You mean just like uh start writing a bunch of those yeah. and, and maybe yeah. Publish a blog and maybe call it like Matt Walsh. Maybe about like, yeah, or t- <laughs> exactly. Uh. Marriage is not hard. That's funny. Put God first. <laughs> Wuss. <laughs> okay. All right. So we've got the Kanye tweet in there, but you don't like Kanye, so we'll just save that one. Yeah, save it for Danny or Rich or somebody else who likes Kanye. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm not a huge Kanye fan. I just Danny uh, Danny thought that that interaction was very funny, of you sending that tweet and me saying veto, and you're going Casey, because <laughs> literally any time I text him about Kanye, he's just like Casey. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, yeah oh, I'm not, like, a huge Kanye fan, but I, I needed I need to have that. I honestly, you're you're tweet of his tweet was better than his tweet so mm. well, it was well, it you. was well thank you <laughs> okay so <clears throat> now that you've revealed how creative you were and you're 13 let's see what you got now at how old are you 37 yep I want to hear your movie pitch. Oh, okay. So I I have not gotten a faith based movie pitch. I don't so believe that. I don't believe that. This at all. is the this is this is groundbreaking. I, there's no way that you've never gotten a faith based movie pitch on this show. I have, I have not. I haven't. <sighs> so um, I'm ready. It better be good. Well, we can't do it. <laughs> we can't. I thought we were gonna save this for the end. This is the end, isn't it? The faith-based movie pitch. I believe. I believe. I believe you had something you were bringing to the table. <laughs> well, I said I was going to do that if we had time, but we can do it. Okay. So, I mean, our... if you want, it's it's up to you. I just didn't want you to. What forget time about is it? it? Okay, it's ten fifty-nine. Okay, so our friends over at No Chill Enneagram have a segment they call "Can We Make Enneagram Slang Happen?" And I think that Fun Sexy Bible Time could have a segment called "Can We Make Boner Slang Happen." Because <laughs> you always put in your think pieces the word mind boner. And it's a great word. And you've also used the word hate boner before. And I don't think you've used that one in a think piece yet, but you've said it to me. And I just think these are great words that need to be in our um, lexicon. Is that the right word? Yeah. All right. Give us some, give us some context of... of- the, the hate boner of... So you said, like, um, 
that Shane Claiborne has a hate boner for Jerry Falwell. Yes, very good, very good. So it's like, so none of these boner slang words are about actual boners. <laughs> it's just to convey a very strong feeling of whatever the word is. So I was just thinking, could we come up with some more? And, you know, people can use them when they want to say something. You know, because it's way better than the word stan, which needs to go away. Boo. Boo. Okay. So um, so we have mind boner, which can you explain what you mean when you say mind boner? Well, actually, mind boner kind of does involve, like, it does, it's, it's about, it's kind of like lust of, it's oh. better, than, better than like a stumbling block of... You know, like, um, so when she gave me the CD, I had a mind boner. <laughs> okay. So I was thinking mind boner was more like that you appreciated someone's intellect. What would that be called? A uh, thought boner. <laughs> a smart boner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back up just a little bit. A mind boner. Let's put mind boner in a sentence. You can't take the homeschool co-op to the beach because if they saw... You can't take the homeschool boys to the beach because if they saw girls in bikinis, they'd get mind boners. Okay. So it's just another word for lust. Yeah, it's like a like a fixation. Okay. But see, that doesn't really work because some of them would get actual boners. So, okay. I really want boner slang to be like free of... <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a weird line in the sand to draw. <laughs> okay, I know. <laughs> I just want everyone to be able to use the word without, you know. Okay, so we have mind boner, um, hate boner. That's a really good one. I think I like that better than mind boner. I have a I have a hate boner for Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else? Oh, fascination boner. <laughs> I said this one. A fascination, which, but what does that mean? So that's when you're just like next level fascinated with something. So like I said, I had a fascination boner for how Alan Noble always dresses up because it's it's super fascinating to me that he feels so strongly about dressing up that he'll like go hiking in a tie. Didn't so, I come back with, I think a better one is wander boner? No, because, <laughs> and but I said no. Because Wonder Boner would be like, I have a Wonder Boner for sunsets or like birds of prey, <laughs> like something that I enjoy like watching or looking at and feeling something about, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I see the point. I mean, you, you, you take it where you need to go. It's go for it. That fascination is just fascination boner would just be like, wow, this is really interesting to me it's just a lot of syllables that's okay <laughs> okay do you have any do you have any to add outrage boner obviously oh yes everybody has an outrage boner right now for marie kondo oh my goodness <laughs> wow it's like <laughs> it's a big one <laughs> It's yeah. Okay, that's a really good one. I didn't think about that. That's more it's more it's more than a hate boner. It's like a <laughs> Okay. 
you know, and a, a Theo boner. Okay. So any kind How of like you... theology obsession would be a Theo boner. What if you like really like someone's theology? Would that be like a Theo boner too? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I'll have to think about that one. I think that probably goes under like smart boner. <laughs> so we could say Cindy Brandt has a hate boner for John Piper. <laughs> yeah. Um. And John Piper has a mind boner for poetry, maybe? <laughs> but you said mind boner is lust. Well, that's true. Mm. <laughs> I'm really glad we're working this out. <laughs> I, I feel like we're doing some very important work here. <laughs> is there any other podcast that would do this? No, yeah. absolutely not. You're right. <clears throat> okay. Theo. <laughs> now, if you wanted to be like a like a rad youth pastor, you, you couldn't do this as a youth pastor. I'm trying to think of who would do this. Maybe like um, Car- Carl Lentz. Carl Lentz. If if you're having trouble, who in basically area, is a youth pastor. But anyways, go ahead. If, <laughs> doesn't understand human nature. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. I'm right, and you know I'm right. Okay, so if you're having trouble in one area of your life and you're like a like a hip emergent pastor, maybe you could say, uh, hey, Christians, hey, we've got to deal with this sin boner you got right now. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. You think you think Jesus doesn't care that you got a, a t- sin boner in one area of your life? Uh, <laughs> a temptation this, boner? T- <laughs> this is so bad. I think. You're going to have to get this segment approved <laughs> before you put it on. <laughs> What's the approval committee? Kendra, of course. <laughs> right? I mean, I, I, is Danny part of the approval committee? No, he, he does not care. He literally does not care. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, what about something that, like, related to food? <laughs> Ooh. Um... You got to be careful. Yeah, there, I was though. just thinking about that. Yes, you have to be <laughs> we already know that our friends at the marriage it. bed. I got it. Okay, go. No, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to Kendall Vanderslice. Could be a uh, topic of a book for you in the in the future. Oh, here you go. Edda Boner. <laughs> no, it's like no, that cannot be it. I think it's pretty obvious why that does not work. Nope, not even gonna say it. <laughs> but it no, it does not. It doesn't work. I was thinking like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm 12 years old. Just ignore like, me. Go ahead. If you. Like, how you really like pizza. Like, how do you describe how you feel about pizza? Um, Beyond just, like, a pizza boner. (laughs) 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 Like, it could be taken across all food that that you like. (laughs) Uh, Just, I don't know. I I think we should just drop the food subject. It's too. It's 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 not good. Culinary boner. Cool. <laughs> okay, that might work. 
I'm the, that has, that uh, has more to do with like preparing the food. Listen, I give you edit boner. That, that... Nope. Nope. Not not taking it. Nope. <laughs> it works with the, the way the words combine. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well now now Kendall Vanderslice is definitely not coming on the show. I think we've definitely covered though the things that people feel strongly about, right? I mean like hate theology and food. What else is there? Outrage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, oh yeah. If I think of a good food one, I'll have to throw it in there, but I can't. Um, yeah, I mean, we did sin, <laughs> theology, food. Um, oh, well, can we go meta? Can we go like one for the Enneagram, like an Ennea boner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that that describes a few people we know (laughs) (laughs) okay all right we're just gonna just gonna shuffle away from this topic (laughs) seamlessly into father sean father sean okay this sometimes i have like a full idea of a faith-based movie pitch sometimes it's like a half-formed idea this is gonna be a half-formed idea because i want you to help me uh, I'm I'm ready. Fill it out. <clears throat> now, um, I think it should be noted that Sean spells his name S E A N. Yes, not not which terribly, is, not terribly important. It could have gone the other way. Uh, but just uh, yep. Okay, Father Sean. <laughs> where, where were you going with that? I don't know. It's just I always just thought that was a weird way to spell Sean. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, okay, so this is a. Uh, we're breaking new ground. Catholic subject matter. Okay. For for our, for our Catholic listeners, you can you can weigh in on this. But I'm guessing if this is like a pure flicks movie, it's not going to actually be made by Catholics, right? It's going to be made by people like who think they know about Catholicism. <laughs> I don't know if pure flicks is going to touch this one. There's a, uh, okay. There's there's a troubling uh, story element to it. <laughs> Oh, good. That is integral to the plot. Might be too much for the, uh, might be too much for the folks at Pure Flicks. Okay, so Father Sean, uh, Father Sean is a, is a, is a rough and tumble Catholic priest played by Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) That's so perfect. Okay. I like it already. He is a devout and serious Catholic priest who holds to the tenets of the church's positions faithfully, but Casey, he <laughs> plays by his own rules. Okay. He has a tattoo. Ooh. He cusses sometimes. Ooh. He hosts poker nights in his in his inner city apartment with prostitutes and drug dealers. Wow, Father Sean. He smokes cigars. He. <clears throat> He holds these poker nights in his apartment, and you, you can just imagine the opening scene of, of him at the table. Yes, cigar, with his collar, cigar smoke everywhere. His his uh he's he's cuffed up his shirt sleeve so you can see his tattoos, 
and his uh, muscles and his muscles he is he is impossibly jacked <laughs> yes. in this movie yeah. This is already perfect because anytime I think of a Catholic priest, it's like, yes, like probably somebody that's jacked with tattoos. Okay, <laughs> go. So he, he's got these drug, he's got these drug, not drug dealers necessarily. He's got junkies and he's got prostitutes, just the lowest of the low all, okay. over, all around. And he's, he's playing poker with them. He cooks for them. He feeds them, does a little devotion after the, after the, uh, the poker game is over. He's, so we're, we're immediately we're, we're setting the table here. He's he's engaging the culture in a way that the the Catholic Church is afraid to. Okay. So he, you can already tell he's a little too real for the Catholic Church. Okay. <clears throat> he uh, he has like some the, like the male Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that'll work. <laughs> okay, good. But he's also got a heart of gold for kids. <laughs> Of course because he does. See, you know, he's he's got the like the downtown uh you know, he's got like the inner city uh parish and he's 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 working with with the kids throughout the week and you see him and he's he's teaching the kids basketball like in an after school thing and um you know, he you see him and he's 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 got like the the gym shorts and he's jacked and uh he's like <laughs> teaching the kids and the kids try to pull a fast one over on him. <laughs> and and he like grabs the he like grabs the kid and is like oh you think you think you can cross on you think you can cross me you, think you can cross me all right I want you to listen to me listen to me there's only one cross that matters that's the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ all right he got nailed to the cross I'll nail you to the wall all right I'll nail you to this set. you see that wall I'll nail you to it all right this is good this is really good <laughs> I see that you only pick people to be in your movies that you can impersonate. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, so the uh, the antagonist. I'm guessing this part all plays out within the first like five minutes. We have to lay the lay the groundwork for who Father Sean is. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <clears throat> and the the antagonist in this movie is like the Catholic hierarchy. Like his, uh-huh. his superiors are like these stuffed shirt old guys, and mm-hmm. they just they don't they don't appreciate how radical he is. And uh, they're they're like hatching up this scheme to like transfer him out of the inner city, um, send him like someplace to Siberia where they don't have to ever have to deal with him again. Uh-huh. And then then he has like run-ins with them, and he's like, "You're not, you're never taking me away from my kids, all right?" Just, <laughs> <laughs> there's probably there's probably a scene where he like comes in and like storms in, and like, "Sir, you can't go in there." Sir, you can't go in there, and he like storms into like the uh, the office and slams some stuff off the table and then tells him that, like he's never gonna he's never gonna leave his kids <laughs> so the whole plot hinges on one day three teenagers show up to his office three white teenagers okay and he says can i help you and they say you're our father <gasps> dun dun oh, dun no. <laughs> Are they triplets? No, but like they're okay. all like kind of towards the same age. Okay. And then you get a flashback. Are you ready for the flashback, Casey? Oh, I'm ready. The flashback from the first scene of the movie in the poker poker game where he's giving his testimony. And he's talking about how, you know, before he came to the Lord, he was a drug user too. And he was, you know, he was a schemer and a scammer and how he would like 
sell his plasma to get money. And he, he said, you know, if there was a body fluid that I could sell to make money, I'd do it. <laughs> I, that is definitely an actual line in a Mark Wahlberg movie. <laughs> so it turns out, turns out Father Sean did sell some of his body fluids for money. Oh, okay, okay. And through some nefarious legal wrangling, these kids have won the right to find out who their biological father is. Oh, okay. And their biological mother tragically died. They, they have nobody. They, 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 they have, all have the same mother, though. Yes. They, okay. <laughs> I know that doesn't uh, make sense. I'm just trying to keep up. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So now it's like a... Now it's like a little uh, Silver Spoons plot of all of a sudden this guy. Also, the uh, the plot from that Kate Hudson movie. I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> where she just takes over her sister's kids. Oh, yeah. I don't remember either, but. <laughs> and all of a sudden, okay. Father Sean is a real father. <laughs> da, da, da. Okay. So he has got, now all of a sudden he's got three teenagers living with him in the church. And he's oh, trying so to they out. need to live with him because their mother died. Yeah. Okay. There's some, All like, right. There's some hazy legal things of like, you know, if 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 Father Sean doesn't take them in, they get passed off to the state because they've got. Okay. So he he takes them in because he's their biological father. Um, and this provides the ammunition that his his superiors need to have him thrown out of the church because right. This is a big no-no. Yes. <clears throat> Selling your sperm is a big no-no for priests. So, enter possible love interest, pediatrician. We, we've got a pediatrician who's... <laughs> okay. I'm thinking blonde pediatrician, impossibly hot, 30-ish. Okay. Uh, I don't have a name for her. Would you like to name the female pediatrician? Um, probably like Mackenzie. <laughs> yes. I love, I love it. Mackenzie. Um, so Father Sean takes his new kids to the pediatrician to get them checked out. And what a good father already. And wow. Is having like a heart to heart with the pediatrician. And uh, she's got some questions, obviously, because he's a Catholic who's priest. She, who's she played by? I don't know. Who would, who would you have to play her? Um. Somebody that's uh, like a lot younger than Mark Wahlberg because he's like fifty and he's always playing like thirty-five. <laughs> no, he is. Um, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. Somebody like the uh, who's that Irish actress that's pretty famous right now? I don't know how to say her name. Is it like Saoirse Rowan? Saoirse Ronan or something? <laughs> yeah, that that would be good because we need we need some. Uh, this is. I'm thinking it takes place in Boston. Yeah, we, exactly. Some, uh... So she's like the Irish. <clears throat> okay. All right. Uh, so they're all right. I wouldn't say she's impossibly hot, but whatever. But she's she's young <laughs> enough that it could be like creepy. <laughs> okay. All right. So how do you how do you see the plot resolving? Wait. No. 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 Okay. He's having a heart to heart with the pediatrician. Why is she a love interest? Because he's Catholic. He's celibate. So has he been like 
toying with the idea of of leaving the priesthood because of having kids. Well, here's the thing: they may or be he's about, being forced out. They may be about to kick him out anyway. Okay. Mm. Okay. So then I think we're careening towards a sort of ambiguous, ambiguous Nacho Libre ending, where <laughs> it's like he's got the chance to leave and break his vow, and he wants to, but he's not quite sure, and, and so maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> Father Sean. Okay, so <laughs> that's as far as you got. No, I mean I've got other like little little ideas. I just wanted to see where you. Where he you meets it. the pediatrician, <clears throat> and so for the first time in a long time, he feels something towards a woman. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's confused, right? Yeah, I think there's because gonna be. A, go ahead. Go ahead. That's his like crisis of faith. He's not sure if he's supposed to give his children a mother or just continue being a priest, a celibate priest. Yeah. I think the, the pediatrician's like a good girl. I think she's a, like an Ivy league <laughs> graduate. That's kind of she out of, out of place in the inner city. And I think there's a fish out of water scene where he brings her to like one of his poker nights with the prostitutes <laughs> and she's okay. just looking around like, what am I doing here? Yes. But like, I think she probably quickly like gets into it. Like she's, she's one of those people that she's just like, she it's, it, it startles her at first, <clears throat> but within a few minutes, like she immediately loves these people and wants to take care of them. Also, um, so she's like one of those kind of nice people. <laughs> I think there's a, there's a, there's a scene after the poker night when everybody's cleared out and he's got an apron on in the kitchen. <laughs> of course. And like his what is it with are, you and aprons? I, you were the one that brought up the aprons. No. With the Derek Webb thing. Oh, well that, I mean, for your movies, which movie was it where I think like three times you brought up the, the it was the ex porn star. I have an apron boner. <laughs> okay go ahead <laughs> okay so he has an apron on i think like yeah there's there's always there's a, a lot of these movies there's a scene where like the guy's got an apron on which signifies like ooh, ooh, he's safe like he's right he's, okay he's breeding material <laughs> is he in his house or is he at like the soup kitchen with the apron oh on? good question he's at his house after he just fed all the uh the 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 hookers and and, and druggies. That's, that's definitely something. A man wearing an apron in his own house. Yeah, and he's that's... like got his sleeves rolled up, and he's he's washing the dishes because he's poor. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a dishwasher. He's, <laughs> he's a man of the people, Casey. <laughs> and uh, pediatrician McKenzie like comes up behind him as he's doing the dishes, and she starts to apologize for being like real put off by the crowd and. And he says, it's okay. And as he's doing the dishes, she notices like his tattoo and she's like asking him about the tattoo. And then you get like this real drawn out scene of that's, that's my mother. That's my mother. <laughs> I, I never knew my mother. And then, she, and then you can like feel her ovaries rumbling as, as <laughs> cause definitely what every woman wants to be is some grown man's mother. <laughs> no, but well, because well, some probably, but, um, no, because now he's like now he's like a lost boy. 
she sees the lost uh-huh. boy like inside, like past the ro- the rough exterior, and she's like, "Oh, he's kind of sensitive." <laughs> oh man! Because she finds out that like his mother died when he was a little boy, and that was like the thing that sent him like into the to the rough side. <laughs> but he got a tattoo on his arm so that he can always remember her. Wow. So how does this resolve? What does he decide? I think it it comes like with a, I think it comes to like a God's not dead type conclusion where he's like called before like the, uh, the Catholic hierarchy. And I think here's what I think. I think that, okay, so (laughs) here we go. Here we go. (laughs) In, In the sound of music, when Maria's like, she had, she's going to take her vows and she's like, I've been, um, you know, and the Reverend Mother says something like the love between a man and a woman is is sacred, too, or something like that. I think that that's like the moment he's going to come to. Oh, you know what this this movie needs? <laughs> it needs he needs an older he needs a mentor. OK, so like he has all those hard asses, but he needs like an older, gracious mentor throughout the movie that's like helping him along the way like played by hmm can it be an um, Irish guy can it be like Brendan uh, Gleason no it's gonna be like Mandy Patinkin okay <laughs> do you know who that is yeah in my mind it was like an Irish like an Irish priest that could okay who would that be it'd be Brendan Gleason I can't see that in my I can't see that person in my mind he just uh he'd uh so he okay like, periodically so that so that's kind of what happens at the end. I think that um, he gets, I think that uh, his mentor convinces him that he can marry Mackenzie, give his children a mother, and and it doesn't mean that he's a bad Christian. <laughs> I- I like the idea of like the mentor being an Irish guy who can just like come to him periodically throughout the movie and be like, Oh Sean, you pushed them too far this time. <laughs> yeah, something like that. He has to have not everybody can be against him. He has to have somebody that's like on his team. But it can't be another priest. It's gonna be just like maybe it's like the person who helped raise him or something like that. <laughs> I've also got a backstory for Mackenzie that she's uh, okay. she's actually divorced. Oh, and she was. Doing... Are you sure she's not a widow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. This is a biblically sanctioned remarriage because she she was a she was doing like a husband and wife pediatrician practice. Her mm-hmm. husband was a doctor too, and her husband left her for one of the nurses. Oh, so she is she is she is having to learn to love again, Casey. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's heavy. I don't know if we want to include that in the movie. That's just a possible backstory. We might have to make this into a miniseries. That's a lot to fit into a movie. (laughs) Could uh, could Mackenzie be played from that woman from Dancing with the Stars? Um, You might be surprised to know I don't watch Dancing with the Stars. I don't either, but there's like a blonde lady from Dancing with the Stars. Is she the host? No, this was like four or five years ago. Like, Huff, oh, she was Julianne in it. Huff what? or something. I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's <laughs> just the one that popped into my head. 
like circa 2002, it could have been Jessica Simpson. Right. Now she's too old. She's like 37. <laughs> Which would never go with Mark Wahlberg's 50 going on 35. <laughs> I like this movie. It's good. Father Sean. I like that um, <laughs> a celibate man is going to be so full of just this raw sexual energy. <laughs> He's like ripped. and <laughs> I think it. It's very convincing. I'd like for there to be a scene too, like a framing scene in the beginning where he's doing MMA and uh, <laughs> the, like his opponent is uh, like making fun of him for being a Christian. And mm. there's got to be like a really bad line when Father Sean <laughs> like wins the wins the fight and makes the guy tap out and is like, Jesus, have a tap bra. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's all I got. Uh, It's good. It's good. I think that we brought it together. Together. (laughs) I knew if I got the premise that you would would find a way to bring it home. Oh. (laughs) Three kids, different ages, same mom from a sperm donor. (laughs) I don't think Pure Flix would touch that one. It's, It's very... It's very believable. <laughs> what happened? She like had the first baby and she's like, oh, this is good quality. I'll, I'll go with the same one two more times. <laughs> I mean, she must have got a deal on it. <laughs> <laughs> Buy two, get one free. That's bad. That's really bad. That's, that's, that's a bad. That's a bad. It's a bad premise. It's, it's one of my worst, but it kind of made it funny. Uh, okay. Well, I really just wanted to have an excuse to have Mark Wahlberg as a priest that plays by his own rules. Uh, I think you pulled it off. It was good. Has he played a priest? I don't know. That's a good question. Um. He's apparently like devoutly Roman Catholic in real life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And he also would have stopped 9-11 if he had been on that plane. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something. I would have stopped 9-11. It never happened. It never happened if I'm on that plane. No. <laughs> I'm on that plane. No chance. No chance to get to them towers, okay? I, I, haven't, I haven't seen him in anything in a while. Yeah, he apparently at one point was in talks to do a street ball movie, street basketball movie, with Justin Bieber. Uh. Where, like, he would be teaching Justin Bieber how to play street basketball. Which, Mark Wahlberg is, like, five foot six. And Justin Bieber (laughs) is also about five foot six. So, that would have been fantastic. (laughs) He's five eight. Who? Bieber? I have... No, Mark Wahlberg. I have it pulled up on IMDb. <laughs> There's no way he's 5'8". Yes, he is. It says he's 5'8". But it probably also says Tom Cruise is like 5'. You know what? When you're 6'8", probably everybody looks 5'5 five, five to you, right? <laughs> Casey, is that a... how tall you are? 6'8"? Well, yeah, but I have I have a height boner, so... <laughs> uh, yeah, so everybody looks short to you. Like, when you get to a certain age, everybody starts to look really young to you. 
that's that's the age I'm at right now. <laughs> but you know, the thing that's going to make Father Sean a, a success is is really just the attention that it plays to BIPOC. <laughs> oh, is his theology going to be the total opposite of John Piper's? Well, I mean, yeah, he's going to be uh, he's going to be parenting forward, definitely. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Wow, Father Sean. <laughs> I have a hate boner for Kanye. <laughs> <laughs>